It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and of course, wherever you get your podcast from. Well, the weekend, it is nearly, nearly here. Here we are on a Friday morning, the 27th day for July, and we will have a look at the weather in just a moment around the country to see what is playing across the skies in your city very shortly. And good luck if you are negotiating a property deal today or if you are getting ready tomorrow to hit the ground running, looking at those open homes. And talking of open homes, in a society these days when good manners sometimes is hard to find, if we only treated each other the same way we do at open homes, the world would be a much better place. What do you reckon? Have you ever noticed how nice people are at an open home? Very polite, so accommodating, respectful and friendly. Open homes, funnily enough, show us the better side of ourselves. And then you get the auctions, and we are out for ourselves. All right, let's go to Anthony Landau, the Managing Director of Equilibria Finance. And good morning to you, Anthony. What do you reckon about that and those auctions? Do you reckon we're pretty well behaved? G'day, Craig. Great to be here. Yeah, some interesting points. I can't really disagree, mate. It's all pretty polite when we're having a look at the properties and then it's on for young and old, uh, whether it's an auction or or trying to secure it. So, um, yeah, some interesting observations to kick off. I like the open homes for that reason, just because people are just so warm and accommodating. Well, coming up, we're going to be talking this morning. We're saying goodbye to the financial year of 2023. Many, of course, will be glad to see the back end of that because it has been a a challenging one for the economy, mortgage holders, and it's nice to sort of uh, recalibrate and uh, look at that all-important 2024 financial year. Yeah, I think a lot of people will be happy to see uh, the back of 2023. And I think challenging is a really good word as we look back on the economy, um, households, cost of living pressures. And look, I don't think we're out of the woods yet, but I think a lot of us um, are happy to see 2023 behind us. Yep, for sure. All right, well, we'll come back and we'll have a look at perhaps what we're in for in the first uh, six months of the financial 2024 year. We are more than just a real estate podcast. We cover a multitude of subjects, including property data, current buyer-seller sentiment, and the mood of the market. Follow each week all of the main talking points and know your property. And having a look at the capital city house prices, now they have surged almost four times faster in the June quarter compared to the first three months of the year. Domain's house price report reveals that Australia's housing market recovery has gained momentum. Yes, plenty of momentum, it seems, with the national median house price rising by 2.7% in three 
three months to just over 1,049,000. In fact, every capital city except for Canberra has witnessed an increase in median house prices. And house prices have risen for two consecutive quarters, recovering approximately $35,000 of the $60,000 lost in 2022. And the national unit price rose by 2.6% to just a fraction under $609,000. Now that is a significant contrast to the previous quarter where the unit prices fell by 0.4%. So it's all tracking at the moment in one direction. And if you're celebrating your birthday, that is heading up for today for July the 28th. If you are a year older, happy birthday. And if you follow Garfield, I see that Jim Davis, the American cartoonist, the creator of Garfield, he's celebrating a birthday today. He is turning 76. And it would have been Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis's birthday, but unfortunately she passed away back in 1994. Don't forget to subscribe. We have hundreds of episodes all designed to help you better understand the constantly evolving and dynamically changing real estate property market. It's the main centre forecast. And let's have a look at the weather on our Friday morning. And first we go to Sydney. Good morning to you. Expecting a mainly fine sunny day with 23. Melbourne expects mainly dry. Maybe a morning shower. 17 is your forecast top. Brisbane expect mainly fine with cloud cover and 23. And it should be a mainly cloudy day in Perth possibility of some rain and your high today of 19. Navigate the world of real estate like a pro with expert insights, opinions and trends to up your game and knowledge when buying your next property. Well, it is a Friday morning and as we mentioned, the financial year of 2024 is underway. What is the outlook and the sentiment for the economy? The residential housing market and the commercial property market is something that we're going to look at this morning and providing his normal commentary is Anthony Landau, the Managing Director and Mortgage Broker at Equilibria Finance. And Anthony, simply put, how did you find the financial 2023 year ending up? Yeah, g'day Craig. Fantastic to be here again, mate. And I think it's a good opportunity to reflect. And I think for a lot of households, uh, small businesses, uh, the economy in general, it, it really was a challenging year. And we end up with a little bit of a potpourri, I guess, of economic data. We've got a very, very tight employment market um, in the low threes. We've got a cash rate that's risen 12 times since May 2022. It's risen to 4.1%, so it's risen 4%. We've got an inflation that is still a little bit higher than what we'd like. It peaked at 7.8% in December. It's down to 7% at the end of the March quarter. We had uh, the inflationary data out yesterday for early 24, 6%, still above, well above RBA's target. And we've got a housing market that's growing again. So it's really a mixed data set. 
a challenging 12 months we can all put behind us now. Yes, let's put it behind us. So let's uh, look at the economic outlook for the first six months of the financial year as we start to head, dare I say, towards the end of 2023 because August is nearly here. August is nearly here. We're moving into the new financial year. And I think the last 12 months has very much been shaped by monetary policy and inflation, and they're by their very nature tied together. And I think, to be honest, this next six months of the the new financial year are similarly going to be very much shaped by what's happening with inflation. Are we getting on top of inflation? And what else are we going to see from a monetary policy perspective? Some of the monetary policy is still to flow through. I I read some interesting data that about 75 basis points of the hikes that the RBA have delivered are yet to flow through to mortgage repayments. People still have redraw. People still have savings buffers. We're coming into the new financial year with with inflation still do, uh, uh, twice as much as, as the RBA's target, even though consumption is starting to slow. So I think the next six months, there's a little bit more pain ahead. I think there's going to be a cautionary tale for households facing a lot of cost of living pressures. And small business sentiment has just started to turn where their sentiment's starting to lag a little bit. Some of these slowing on consumption is starting to flow through to small business and decisions they're making. We might start seeing unemployment rise as well from these really tight employment markets. Yeah, some great comments. And each housing market around Australia, as we know, has its own trends, has its own speed of the market as well, and fundamental influences. So what is the Anthony Landau insight this morning into what is happening out there nationally? Yeah, it's an unusual situation in the housing market. We've got a situation of rising rates and we've had a situation of very rapid rising rates, but we've actually got a situation where the housing market dropped and it bottomed out around about January, February 23, and we're seeing growth nationally. We've seen growth nationally of about 4 to 4.5% on average. Now, that's happening because of the fundamentals of supply and demand. We're seeing concentration competition in, in certain areas and we're seeing very tight supply. We're also seeing immigration numbers that we haven't seen for 20 odd years with our immigration growing by some 400,000 net over the next 12 months. So the housing market, despite cost of living pressures, inflationary pressures, challenges with capacity and, and funding, is actually back growing. Now, that's led by the Sydney market. Its growth for the last six months has been over 5%. Melbourne and Brisbane's around about 1%. Perth's growing 3%. Hobart is still in decline. So nationally, we're seeing the housing market hold up, be resilient. One other thing we're possibly going to see is we may have a bit of an overvaluation in some regional areas happening over the next six to 12 months. We might see that adjustment where a lot of the working from home, a lot of the people who moved into the regions uh, really drove those prices six, 12 months ago. So we might see the regional areas a little bit have been a little bit overvalued. Time will tell on that front. But residential property market's still strong. We have got some investors offloading, but it's back growing. 
Yeah, and that is the residential market. But right now, let's look at the commercial property sector. This is such a big space, which people are diversifying to include commercial property into their portfolio. So we know that there's a lot of it out there. A lot of mum and dad type of investors also get into the commercial property space. What is the pulse of this market for navigating economic uncertainty? Certainty and rising rates. Yeah, the commercial property sector is is really quite a, a, a split market at the moment. There's diverse activity going on in different sectors. The overall commercial market is being largely weighed down by falling sentiment in the office markets. We've got low yields, we've got low lowish capital growth and low sentiment around future capital growth, particularly around the CBD office markets as, as businesses still adjust to the post-COVID times. And we've got strong incentives trying to get people back into some of these office spaces that might be downsized, might be getting split up. On the flip side, we've got some of the areas like the industrial sector where we've got strong demand for logistics and warehousing it's got a very strong outlook in front of it. In fact, there's a shortage of industrial properties in that sector. So we got a bit of a supply and demand issue on the industrial front. The retail front it has been fairly solid, interestingly enough, but sentiment's starting to wane as some of these costs of living pressures flow through to the economy. We're starting to see some challenges with funding for new developments. Funding's getting harder to come by for some of the greenfield developments in commercial office space, particularly around some of the warehousing and storage supply that's needed in the economy where their main demand is. All right, so a lot of great information there, particularly about the commercial space. It is a little bit uncertain in some of the different category classes, but we will watch that particularly over the next uh, four to six months. All right, and on Tuesday, we will be catching up again with that announcement from the RBA in terms of what they are planning to do for August. Yeah, we'll catch up on Tuesday with a lot of people holding their breath to wait and see uh, what the RBA governor does on that day. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. Not many sites are feasible to develop at the moment. So you see, we have seen developers sitting on their hands for some time, but also from our boots on the ground perspective, we are starting to see a little bit more appetite for development sites that we've been looking at. So if new listings are rising, but total listings are falling, that basically means that for every new listing added to the market, there's more than one sale happening. Moffat Beach is like close to everything. So people are wanting to move to Moffat Beach just because of the life style and people clock off at three o'clock in the afternoon. This brand new house and land packages still coming onto the market in the high fives, low sixes. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.